back some fresh nurses. Make sure they're lean. We'll see how funny you good time Charlies are when Frank Burns is number one around here. Permanently. Well, General, it's a, it's a rolling table that we use to transport patients to and from the various places that we have to take them to and from from. Good morning, sir. My name is Radar O'Reilly. I represent the Stylewright Shoe Company of Storm Lake, Iowa. It might be of some comfort to you to know that he spends most of his time trying to get out of the Army. got exciting hands. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077 podcast. I'm your host, Kenny, and joining me today are my good pals, Simon. Uh, gentlemen. And Al. Hiya, everybody. Today, we're going to be discussing the trial of Henry Blake. It's from season two, episode eight. It's the 32nd episode overall. It was directed by Don Weiss, and it's written by McLean Stevenson, Larry Gilbart, and Lawrence Marks. The production code is K408, and it originally aired on November 3rd, 1973. All right, folks, the gurneys are ready. They're at the post. Let's go. As we round the clubhouse turn, it's Hawks Pride with Gallimore, Girlaway, and Bouncing Betty. And in the lead, it's Hawks Pride and Gallimore, Girlaway, and Bouncing Betty. Decadent. Gurney races. With girls on top of them. Pushing them around. Doctors pushing nurses. Frank. Me too. Where can we go? Out back of the lard cans. And Bouncing Betty. Bouncing Betty is starting to make a move on the outside. Girl away. It's Hawks Pride and Galloway. Galloway in a real battle for third between Girl away and Bouncing Betty. Bouncing Betty starting to drop behind. Hawks Pride winding lead with Galloway. Girl away. Bouncing Betty starts to make her move. Hawk Pride's coming up fast on the inside. Gallimore's taking the outside and it's Girl Away. And Bouncing Betty is really bouncing along with Girl Away, Gallimore, and Hawk Pride in the lead. Hawk Pride is coming in. It's neck and neck between Hawk Pride. And the winner is Gallimore by a... By a... By a... The winner's Gallimore. A plot summary for this one. Lieutenant Ken Colonel Henry Blake faces a disciplinary review after several complaints from Major Burns and Houlihan. Among the issues at hand are the 4077's Kentucky Derby Day, in which the doctors raced around the compound pushing nurses on gurneys, allowing Radar to sell wingtip shoes tent to tent and failing to stop Klinger's attempt to desert on a homemade hand glider resembling a big red bird with fuzzy pink feet. Hmm... However, the most serious charge is aiding and comforting the enemy in the form of giving supplies to Meg Cratty, a nurse who runs an orphanage in North Korea. Hawkeye and Trapper John attempt to go to the trial with evidence that will exonerate Henry, but Major Burns, in temporary command, confines them to quarters, guts the swamp, and even strips Hawkeye and Trapper to their underwear. Trapper and Hawkeye escape and go to the courtroom, taking Nurse Cratty with them. She testifies that the North Koreans that Henry is accused of aiding were refugees and children at a civilian clinic. 
When Burns and Houlihan arrive at the hearing, they cite Hawkeye and Trapper's escape and technical status AWOL as proof of Henry Blake's being unfit to command. Blake defends himself, saying he never set out to be a junior General MacArthur, but that he was only a doctor trying to run a hospital, and that his aid to Megcratty improved the life and expectancy of the babies born in the area. He then tells the hearing panel to hang him for that if they wish. The head of the hearing board would like to drop the charges in light of the new evidence, but Frank refuses, so Hawkeye and Trapper use what they know best to change his mind. Blackmail. Hawkeye jots down a letter threatening to tell Frank's wife about Hot Lips. And of course Frank and Hot Lips give in and drop the charges. Charge 2 states one of your enlisted men engaged in the uh, business of selling high-style wingtip shoes from the Styrite Shoe Company of Storm Lake, Iowa. Styrite what? Shoe Company. Uh, Styrite Shoe Company. Oh. I read it on the back of a matchbook. It said that you could earn extra money in your spare time selling high-style wingtip shoes. How did this work? Well, you just filled in your name and address and stuff, and they sent you a demo shoe, a measuring thing, and a, an order blank. But you're a corporal in the United States Army. Well, that's not my fault, sir. Well, we had some awesome guest stars on this episode. We had Robert F. Simon playing General Maynard M. Mitchell. Now, Robert started his acting career in 1950, which just so happens to be Meds' IQ. Really? Oh. He's that smart? <laughs> <laughs> he had a very prolific career, starring in over 195 titles. His last two were Airwolf and, of course, Quincy. And we also have Jamie Farr, who plays, of course, Corporal Maxwell Q. Klinger. Uh, Jack Avon plays Major Murphy. Now, Jack has nine titles to his acting name, such as Fat Angels and COD. His latest work, though, was in Lost as one of the production staff. Woohoo! Favorite show, production staff. And we had Bobby Mitchell playing Nurse Marshall. Only 13 titles for this actress, and thankfully, no Quincy. She was in several episodes of Kenny's favorite show, Starsky and Hutch. Bobby appeared in 18 episodes overall of M.A.S.H. All right, next up we have Roy Goldman, whose real name is Roy Goldman. Yeah, that's not an error. He actually is named his character. Uh, uh, amazingly, Roy played Roy in 37 episodes of MASH through 10 years, starting with Dr. Pierce and Mr. Hyde to the final episode. Hope Summers plays Nurse Meg Cretty. Now, Hope had 98 titles to her name. Sadly, she passed away aged 83 in 1979. She had a good life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She also played in uh, The Andy Griffith Show. That's right. She was Clara Edwards. Very cool, very yeah. cool. No idea what that is. <laughs> Deprived British people. No kidding. More like <laughs> Deprived. <laughs> When'd you get back? About a half a chicken ago. Where's Henry? <clears throat> Will you stop that vacuum effect and answer? Colonel Blake is still at regimental headquarters. He's under arrest. Henry? For what? Oh, a whole lot of little stuff, but one really terrible one. Giving aid and comfort to the enemy. Well, Henry wouldn't do a thing like that. His draft board did it when they sent him here. What are you talking about? What? Those are the charges. Well, who made them? Majors Burns and... And hold my hand. Please, not while you're eating. Based on what? I think it's about that Nurse Pratty business. How'd they find out? All I know is I gotta show him the file on her tomorrow morning. 
what do you say we show them Nurse Craddy, too? In person. We'll take care of that. You get the files. Oh, hey, thanks, guys. I can't tell you how upset this makes me. Eat something. All right, who wants to discuss this episode first? Why don't we start with you, Al? Okay, let's start with me. Um, I thought it was a pretty fun episode. Uh, it was a great example of um, most of the people in the camp and how they love Henry and uh, what they would do to protect him. I I, I thought it was I, – I liked it. I thought it was fun. It wasn't one of those, uh, you know, you had to really think about it episodes. It was just a lot of fun. I loved Klinger's hang gliding, uh, the hang glider. I'm not sure how he thought that was going to get him out of the army um, or even out of the camp for that for that matter. But uh, the scene of him flying over the camp in, in his uh, pink slippers was just totally awesome. <laughs> oh, well, the only thing I could think of was, hey, that could be Kenny. <laughs> Wait, what does that mean? Well, I'm, you know, I can't pick on meds you all the time. You assume I have p- uh, pink slippers? Don't yeah. you? Yeah. Really. <laughs> might, might as well be stereotypical, eh? <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, nice. No, no nice. I, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed this the 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 uh, the courtroom scenes. You know the the quasi courtroom scenes. But I did notice that uh, you know the, the the background guys outside uh, passing by the window. It was the same guy about five or six times, <laughs> just going back and forth. So I figured what he was probably doing was. His office was over to uh, one side, and uh, he was drinking a lot of coffee, and the latrine was on the other side, so <laughs> he just had to keep going back. That's right. <laughs> Very good excuse. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I didn't really have a whole lot to say about this episode. I mean, I just I, – I enjoyed it. It was it was a fun, uh, you know, late-night episode where you didn't have to really think about it. Yeah, very true. Yeah, I'm the same way. I mean, I, this reminded me of like a Dear Dad type of episode where they kind of talk about it and then they go back in time and show yeah. the events that happen. Um, I loved the two gurneys put together with the surgical masks to make a <laughs> ping pong table. Yeah. I thought that was very ingenious. Are those gurney tables? Right. And those are surgical masks. You're playing ping pong. I told you it was ping pong. Absolutely right, Frank. Dismissed. I mean, I liked all the little flashbacks. I thought it was, you know, a lot of fun. And and my biggest thing was how is Henry going to go back to camp and have the same relationship with Burns and Houlihan after mm. they just threw him to the Sharks? Almost got him, you know, I mean, he could have been in some serious trouble mm-hmm. if it didn't work out. But they go back to camp like normal life and, you know, I just can't. It's it's hard for me to understand that part. I mean, I know you just have to take it for what it is. It's just a show, and but if two people really did that to their you know commanding officer, and he got away with it, how would their relationship exist after that fact? Well, I, I think maybe it says a lot about Henry. You know, uh, maybe Henry just let it roll off his back. He he knew that. That even though Frank wasn't a great surgeon, he was still a surgeon. Uh, but Margaret just happens to be a phenomenal nurse. So maybe he kind of looked. Maybe not look the other way, but just put up with it because he needed them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I can see that. And Henry would be the type of guy that could uh, forgive and forget, you know. Um, but I did love his speech at the end when yeah. he got a pair of balls and just, you know, <laughs> told them to go screw themselves and yeah. just hang, hang him if they want to. But May I say something, General? Before Meg Craddy set up shop... Seven out of ten babies born to the Hill people never made it past the first few days. My giving her penicillin and whatever just made her job a little easier. No money changed hands, and I didn't deprive our own wounded kids of one thing. I'm guilty. 
That's my explanation. So you can hang my butt from a flagpole. Again, Henry's a good guy, even though he's a, an adulterer and, you know, he's not the <laughs> smartest of guys, but uh, mm. he has his moments. And this was one of those moments that he mm-hmm. really stood out. And I really enjoyed that. Uh, as for the hang gliding, I mean, you know, I know it was CG back then, but it was really bad CG. <laughs> You know, or green screen, or whatever. Yeah, I think it was green screen, yeah. Yeah, it was more. Well, actually, back then it would have been. Obviously, it wasn't CG. Yeah, it wasn't uh, CG, but you know what I mean. It was, it was, uh, but it was funny. It was a funny scene, and I don't know how Klinger thought he would get away with it, but (laughs) it was a nice little moment for Klinger. Uh, I liked uh, Radar selling shoes. I thought that was funny. Anybody home? No. Good morning, sir. My name is Radar O'Reilly. I represent the Stylerite Shoe Company of Storm Lake, Iowa. Please come in, Mr. O'Reilly. Thank you. Um, I would like to interest you in a pair of our high-style wingtip shoes for only $8.95. Shall I sit down? Well, I think you almost have to. Right. Uh, Oh, uh, nice place you have here. Well, it's cruddy, but it's home. Have you been doing this long? Uh, no, actually, uh, this is my first day. Oh, I think you do well. You found my foot without any trouble at all. Oh, and if I may say so, sir, it is a very handsome foot. And, of course, you have the ending where they're all wearing those wingtip <laughs> shoes, which was, which was a great scene. Mm-hmm. Um but overall, yeah, it was an enjoyable episode. Uh, I, I wouldn't say it was one of my favorites, but it definitely was enjoyable. Meds? I actually quite liked the episode. Uh, I think it's, you know, uh, knowing that McLean Stevenson had input in it uh, is always nice because it's, it's obviously going to be fairly heavy on that character's, um, you know, he on his character. And it works really well. And, and I totally agree with you regarding um, his speech at the end. You kind of like punch the air moment of Henry going, yeah, you, you say it as is. He's not sorry for helping out those people because they're in need. And that's what he's there for. He's a doctor at the end of the day. Um, totally agree with you regarding... <clears throat> Uh, you know how could he? How could he put up with Henry? Uh, sorry, with uh, Frank and and Margaret after all that. I mean, they've done it before where they they phoned the you know the the generals up uh, in the past and gone over his head. And but this is totally different. This is court martial. And um, but as, as as Al quite rightly says, it just again it just goes to show um, you know what kind of character Henry is that he's willing to kind of forgive that and just get on with the job and, and get back to the, you know, to the mass unit and help people out. Um, the beat with the clinger flying over with the hand glider, what the f*** was that all about? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it says on my notes. And when I watched it, I actually said that out loud. <laughs> and I'm not sorry for it. It was rubbish. I mean, apart from the effects, which I could put up with because it's 1973, but just the whole scene of him flying across there with his slippers on, waving his legs, it was just... It, <laughs> it makes me angry just thinking about it. I mean, it was pointless. It wasn't any kind of part to the story. And seeing Hawkeye do that gormous look in the sky as he's floating over, which wouldn't happen anyway because he's not high enough for the, for the, the hang glider to work, was just annoying. And it took, and honestly, it kind of ruined the episode for me because it literally took me out of the episode that much where I was swearing left, right and centre. And it just, no, I'm not having that. I'm not having it at all. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I feel like I feel like punching the disc. Um, but, but but otherwise, you know, take, removing myself away from that diabolical load of crap. Um, it's a good episode. It's, uh, you know, I think we've said this many a time that uh, McLean Stevenson is is a wonderful actor. Uh, and I, 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 you know, being from England, uh, obviously I haven't really seen him. Uh, I don't think I've seen him actually in anything else. And I know he's been in, he has been in an awful lot of American TV. But yes, yeah, so, I mean, for, unfortunately, I, I can only judge McLean on his acting ability in MASH. And for me, I, I would, I would really like to see a lot more of his, of his acting stuff in other roles. Um, so, yeah, apart from the Klinger thing, uh, pretty good. <laughs> so would you say that that Klinger hang glider thing was the worst scene in all of MASH? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's even worse than the dirty uh, the dirty Jeep beginning in the, in the title sequence. <laughs> you know, I, I get annoyed by uh, by that at, every, at the start of every episode, but it was jaw-droppingly excruciating. It was Jar Jar Binks bad. That's what it was. Mr. Jar Jar Binks, you're crazy. <laughs> there you go. Do you want me to swear again? <laughs> Ridiculous load. Uh, all right, all right, all right. I've always said it. Behind every great man, there's a woman with a vibrator. What do you want? I think your salute is idling too fast. Just what business do you men have with your commanding officer? Uh, we want you to know, commanding officer, we're both aware of your finkery. Finkery? That's right. You finked on Henry. You were the fink and he was the finky. Henry Blake is unfit to command. We love him. Hard cheese. This outfit is finally going to have a real man in charge. Good luck, fella. You deserve it, guy. Oh, leave this tent immediately. Oh, we're going all right. Down to regimental. Yeah, with Nurse Craddy. To rescue our colonel. To save his brass. Come on. As you were. How were we? You're both under arrest. Oh. <laughs> all right it's time to talk about behind the scenes i'll start us off the first flexible wing hang gliders didn't fly until august of 1961 so so uh so, so besides you, it being ridiculous it was totally not even pl- you know plausible back then no clinger was cutting edge man <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was wasn't he just uh we're clinging oh gee, I even have to read this thing. <laughs> God, so. When, uh, <laughs> when Klinger tries to escape from the 407th on a hang glider, he secures himself in the control frame, but when he takes off a second later, he's hanging off of the frame's bottom bar. Who gives a damn? <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, I'm not sure how he feels about this. Yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, I'm not quite sure. We need to discuss a little bit more. <laughs> well, <laughs> Hawkeye and Trapper could have pressed charges against Frank and Hot Lips for what they did. Arresting them to keep them from helping Henry falls under interfering with a trial, and stripping them of their clothes falls under cruel and unusual punishment. Yeah, I thought that was a bit much, but, I mean, it was funny. Mm. Yeah, and I didn't really like seeing their knees. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our last one is when Meg Craddy arrives in the court, she is seen wearing an old army shirt, but on the sleeve can be seen the outline of either an E4 or E5 specialist chevron. Unfortunately, specialist ranks were not introduced until July 2nd, 1954, nearly a year after the Korean War ceasefire was signed. Again, hmm. cutting edge. <laughs> 
Yeah, just little tidbits that, you know. Yeah. They hope people don't catch, but of course, diehard fans do. And that's what we're here for, to help you catch them. That's it, that's it. This is a clear violation of the Geneva Convention. No officer shall be confined in his underwear unless issued an athletic supporter with suitable insignia. I don't mind that so much because I got good legs. But to take away our still. How long does he think we can last on just food and water? He's a doctor. That's what kills me. His patients have the same problem. Look. You're a captain. I'm a captain. That makes two captains against one major. Now, if you were playing poker and you had a pair of captains in the hole, you'd bet your brains out. The trouble is, he's not one of a kind. That's right. Hardlips is a major, too. That's a bigger pair. Meanwhile, back at headquarters. Our fearless leader. <sighs> what do we do? I can't think here. There's no booze. The place has been cleaned to within an inch of its life, and your knees are driving me wild. Well, get smart with me, soldier. I'm cheap, but I'm not easy. All right, guys, it's time for your favorite section, trivia. <laughs> Today we're going to be doing quotes. So I'll give you a quote, and you tell me which character said this quote. We're going to start with you, Meds. Okay. First one is, pull down your pants and slide on the ice. Uh, uh, I'm His high school guess. date. <laughs> yeah, that was a good son. Uh, I'm going to say Henry. No, it's actually Friedman. Major Friedman? Oh, yes. Cool. Yeah. yeah. All right, here we go. Now we got one for uh, Al. I'm trying to pick one that's not in the later episodes here. <laughs> no, okay, I'll, I'll do this one. That's not a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, here we go. <clears throat> jocularity, jocularity. Oh. Uh, Father Mulcahy. Yes, very good. Ha ha. All right, now I will do uh, this one. Uh, it has been a, both a privilege and a pleasure and an honor. Um, wow. Um, this could go for many people. And an honor. Uh, I'm going to say... Uh, do you guys know? Yep. Yeah. Do you? Oh, man. Um, privilege. Is it Henry? Mm-hmm. Oh, I got it. Yes. Henry, all right. <laughs> Here's one for our listeners. I can take umbrage. I can take the cake. I can take that A train. I can take two and call me in the morning, but I cannot take the sitting down. That's very so, easy. <laughs> <laughs> so who who said that? One of our wonderful MASH characters said, I can take umbrage. I can take the cake. I can take the A train. I can take two and call me in the morning, but I cannot take this sitting down. Go ahead and email your answers to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. Don't you have anything to say in your own defense? I was just trying to help. Pierce, who are these people? We want to testify. The cavalry's here, Henry. Oh, for Pete's sake. Uh, General, this is Captain Pierce. Pierce. This is Captain McIntyre. That's uh, Meg Craddy. And that's... Uh, uh... This is a sample of Henry Blake's work. Oh, brother, that's all I need. We're here to help Colonel Blake, sir. Yeah, get me life in front of the firing squad. Did you get any sleep, sir? Huh? General... This girl, and dozens like her, will have healthy babies because of Henry Blake. Now, I operate a clinic, 
And when someone's sick, I don't ask about their politics. Henry Blake is the only man who's ever helped me. He's a caring, decent man, which is more than I can say about any of you high-priced bellhops. You're beautiful. I used to be, Sonny. All right, you can find MASH 4077 Podcast all over the Internet. You can find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash MASH 4077 Podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter, and we're at MASH 4077 Podcast. And you can follow the hosts at Twitter. I am at GeekyFanboy. And you can follow me at HawkeyeMets. And I am at Tales Podcast. And our website is www.mash4077podcast.com. We also have a blog. You can find that at www.mash4077podcast.blogspot.com. And uh, our email address for all our correspondence, including the trivia questions, is mash4077podcast at gmail.com. And our terrific MASH online store can be found at www.zazzle.com forward slash MASH 4077 podcast. Also, if you could please leave us reviews at iTunes. We love getting reviews. We love hearing from our listeners. And it also throws us into charts and just brings more notoriety to our podcast. So we'd appreciate it if you'd go over to iTunes, type in MASH 4077 podcast and leave us a review. All right, so that's going to do it for The Trial of Henry Blake, Episode 8 from Season 2, 32nd episode overall. Uh, overall, I think it was a, a good episode, other than the hang gliding incident with meds. <laughs> um, it was a lot of fun. So uh, this is Kenny. And I'm Meds. And I am Iron Man. And we'll be seeing you. Attention, all personnel. Let's all turn out to greet our very own Colonel Blake. Everybody hit the compound. Everybody hit the compound. Well, this is it, General. It's an honor having you. I just want to see what kind of a nut farm you were running here. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to disappoint you, sir, but the uh, 4077th is just your run-of-the-mill everyday army camp. Hey there, MASH fans, this is Meds. Now, as you know, both myself, Al and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and mine is called Waffle on Podcast, and we talk about classic television programs and films from around the world. So if you think that's your cup of tea, or cup of coffee, whichever you like, then come over to iTunes and type in Waffle on Podcast. Or, of course, you can go to our main site, which is at Podbean, so just type in waffleon.podbean.com. We would be honoured if you join us. was a scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. 
The hosts will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the newcomer's podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. Have you ever wanted to share something with someone just because? Well, we do a lot. So we started a podcast about, well, whatever we want. My name is Joyce. And I'm her lovely husband, Al. Uh, Well, you know what I mean. And we're the hosts of the Disneyland podcast, Tales from the Mouse House. And the Amazing Race podcast, Fast Forward. And I'm one of the co-hosts of the MASH 4077th podcast. And you'd think with all of these podcasts, we'd run out of things to share. But then you'd be wrong. In our new show, Just Because, we're going to share all the things that, well, just don't fit into any of our other podcasts. Yep, like videos of our puppy Kate as she plays with the water bottle. Mm -hmm. Maybe some episodes chatting about one of our favorite TV shows. Like Lost? Uh Uh-huh. Or maybe an audio play Al has written. And we'll even have episodes contributed by others who have something to share but just don't want to start their own podcast. You never know what you'll find on this show. Why? Just because. Visit us at justbecausepodcast.com and in iTunes. Just because. MASH 4077 Podcast is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved. However, the most serious charge is aiding and comforting. The most serious charge is aiding and comforting. Now Robert started his acting that. Now Robert started his acting career in 1950, which just coincidentally has to happens to be. Let me do it again. Through ten years, start starting. Arresting them to keep them from helping Henry falls under interfering with a trial and stripping them of their stripping of them the <laughs> <laughs> interfering and stripping got ya. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Arresting them to keep them from helping Henry falls under interfering. <laughs> Stop it. Okay. Okay. Now I can't stop. <laughs>